This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In addition to the kickoff to week 11 in the NFL and the run-up to the start of the college football weekend... We also had some other major news coming from both college football as well as Major League Baseball. It was the end of the awards season. It it went quickly. S-Z-N. It was the end of awards S-Z-N. I feel so hip when I understand what that means on social media. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I don't ever feel hip. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Especially when I joke about that and my nieces, they get these awful frowns on their faces. Auntie Amy, don't ever say that. Oh, okay. I won't ever say that. I can't be hip. I am so decidedly uncool. (laughs) However, at least I can interpret and speak social media most of the time. I will cop to having a Google search now and then about a couple of different abbreviations in the past that I didn't know what they meant. I've done that. Okay, good. Well, I mean... You are the cool one. Uh. If it's the two of us. Well, if it's the two of us. <laughs> I think you're cool, Jade. Thanks. I think you're cool. <laughs> what? You're lying. No. Jay does not think I'm cool. However, I did turn him into a Star Wars nerd, so now he's a little cooler than he was when he met me. Might be the coolest thing about me now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you put me in these positions? <laughs> How am I supposed to respond to that and not lie? Go ahead. <laughs> you also like to kayak. That's super cool. That is pretty cool. That is cool. And Thank you like you. to bike. Yes. Also something that uh, Jay needs to give me credit for. I got him started on exercise again. Consistent exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Help. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. This has some, been some kind of a productive relationship for you. What do I get out of it? Hmm. My pasta sauce back? No, not that. Oh. That's mine. Jay did actually volunteer to come over and help with the mess under the shed. If there were, what did you say, glowing green bugs of some sort that came out? Well, because it looked like, it, you know, if it was a pet cemetery, then I was just saying, hey, if you see any glowing, you know, insect or glowing lawn creatures, garden creatures across your lawn today, just give me a call. Oh, yeah, out. yeah. I bet you would have been first to the rescue. Odor came. I don't know I if pro- I would have helped, but I, I would have wanted to see them. I, great. You could see them safely from the second floor. Uh, I will, in fact, tell you what's under the shed coming up in 15 minutes. Also, 
it is a, a bizarre controversy in sports broadcasting, but maybe you heard about it on Thursday, so I do want to address it because I've done some sideline reporting in the past. I've worked on game broadcasts a ton because I've done both play-by-play and color commentary, color analysis for t- the better part of 25 years for basketball as well as other sports, and I don't think that I should allow this opportunity to go by without weighing in. So I will. I didn't do anything on social media because sometimes social media annoys me. Um, But in this particular case, it is worth addressing here on the show. So we'll do that coming up in 15 minutes as well. Not sure which one of those things I'll do first. Do you comment on a bizarre broadcasting controversy first and then talk about what's under your shed or you do the opposite? (laughs) I don't actually know that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Thursday night football, Ravens now have 27 straight games with 100 rushing yards. As you can imagine, that is the longest active streak in the NFL right now. They move to 8-3 and three on the season. If the Chiefs don't beat the Eagles on Monday night football, then the Ravens will have the best record. Well, they'll have the most wins. Same number of losses as the Chiefs, but the most wins. And so for that reason, I suppose, better record because they've not yet taken their bye. Nobody's got it better than the Ravens. I do love John Harbaugh. We're going to hear from John for a different reason, though, here in a second. Uh, Speaking of bizarre turns, I was actually really surprised by what happened with Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter, Radio, and then on our Facebook page, uh, you can use, well, you can Google it, and, and you can just scroll down the page, use the page to find the After Hours Game of the Week poll. And so we've got both options. Uh, We do get far more traffic on Facebook than we do on Twitter. It's really not a great gauge of the number of you that are listening because most people are passive listeners. Uh, It's a very small percentage of the listening audience that is actually on social media at the same time that they're listening. And so we recognize that not everybody participates, but it's kind of cool that we continue to see more of you engage with our two sites. And then we also have a YouTube channel. We'll have a brand new video sometime before Jay. <laughs> sometime before the first week of December is done. That's what I was going to say. All right. So. so how about by the time many of you put up your Christmas trees? I don't get one this year. I'm, I'm really bummed. Actually, my mom will have hers up in Texas when we get there for a wedding weekend. But it's so funny because I said to mom today, or Thursday, mom, what are we going to do about Christmas? She said, I haven't even thought about it. But that's the thing. The, with the wedding being the weekend before Christmas weekend, it is really hard to think about both. And as many of you know, weddings, they can... I mean, they literally can bankrupt you if you allow them to. And so, yeah, we're right now, we're all about wedding stuff. And for the first time in my entire life, Christmas may take a bit of a back seat. I mean, I would say the wedding is the event that weekend, right? Do you know what I have said to Bob? And I really sincerely mean this. After all the, and it's controlled chaos, but it's hectic to think about not just a wedding, but all the people traveling in, we're traveling, then the move, merging households. We cannot wait for a quiet, I mean, quiet sit on our rear ends Christmas. And then after that, getting into the beginning of next year, mundane, routine, borderline boring. 
please just give us that. A little boring would be nice. <laughs> just a little boring, please. I can't remember the last time I was bored. Just a little boring would be nice. <laughs> just coming out of the full chrome, especially. Uh, forget cinnamon in my coffee. I'll just take some boring <laughs> in my coffee. <laughs> all right. So take our poll for the after hours game of the week. We're pleasantly surprised that all four games have actually gotten votes. <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. You have to check it out. And we will get to defense wins championships coming up at the back end of this hour because, well, Fred Warner, he's feeling it again. Uh, Von Miller. <laughs> I think Vaughn Miller might be my brother from another mother. Sometimes the way he talks makes me think he has a spaghetti plate for a brain. He cracks me up. And I that's not an insult. That's what I call my brain, a spaghetti plate for a brain, because you, you twirl some spaghetti on the fork and you pull a couple strands off the plate and all kinds of other thoughts and feelings come flying off as well. He's a hoot. Um, in addition, the hottest team in the NFL is the... Um, Vikings, and they've got a brand new, very old linebacker who has joined them. I should say brand new, very familiar linebacker who has joined them this week. So a lot to get to on the defensive side of the ball. But first, I was actually caught off guard by the decision from the University of Michigan and head coach, head football coach, Jim Harbaugh to accept the three-game suspension and drop any litigation against the Big Ten. I don't get it. I really haven't seen what the about-face was all about and, and why this transpired, other than I can imagine the Big Ten and maybe other Schools in the Big Ten were putting pressure on Michigan because here they are going into, I mean, they're not that far away from OSU Michigan, and then, which is obviously the big game every year in the Big Ten, but also conference championships, and then there's a possibility that you could see two Big Ten teams in the college football playoff. It's it's a possibility. The Big Ten also agreed to close its investigation, so then I thought maybe that's the thing. Even though Jim Harbaugh was assessed a three-game suspension, were they still looking into other allegations or still checking on maybe various implications under different policies in the Big Ten? So he was suspended under the sportsmanship policy, but because he agrees to the three-game suspension, one of the games he's already served, the Big Ten will stop investigating any further allegations. Maybe it's because the Big Ten has video of these things going on, and while they can't directly tie Jim Harbaugh to this employee, I mean, he he was a football employee who was buying tickets at other stadiums. But there's no direct link between, for instance, there's no email or text message. Could you imagine if Jim texted the guy like, hey, can you head to Indiana this weekend and give us the scouting report? Okay, there's no paper trail, essentially, connecting Jim to this employee who's a former employee who's no longer with the team. And the idea would be, well, almost like the the Astros, where the front office was implicated simply because even if the GM didn't know and the manager didn't know, 
A.J. Hinch didn't know what was happening, he should have. And I would say that's the case with Jim Harbaugh. I don't buy that he didn't know this was happening, but there's a chance that, let's say, his his scout team, his scout coordinator, uh, generally when it comes to teams you have, in football, you have an entire scouting department that is advanced scouting and putting together tape of future opponents. And then they hand out the game plan. There's video, all that jazz. You've got film to watch, yada, yada, yada. So it's possible that Jim had no idea. But it's also possible he not only instructed this former employee to do it, but at the very least knew it was happening and was okay with it. So yes, the Big Ten is done investigating But Harbaugh is also done coaching through the end of the regular season because he's got two more games to go in his suspension. He will miss Saturday's game at Maryland. That's Boomer's alma mater. Wait, as a side note, Jay and I were minding our own business a couple mornings ago. (laughs) Boomer's a hoot. Sometimes he's so tired in the mornings that he's he's barely vocal until he walks into the studio. Uh, for his New York radio show, which is a studio right next to ours here in lower Manhattan. (laughs) Some mornings, though, he's louder than heck. And uh, he's got that big booming voice. That's not why he's named Boomer. Uh, But he's got that big booming voice. And he comes out of his office, and he always calls me Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. And I said, good morning, Booms. And he said something about being happy. And I was like, yeah, only a month to go until... Oh, I didn't even say. I just said a month ago. And he said, <laughs> just caught me off guard. I can't believe you didn't ask me to be your maid of honor. <laughs> Jay's face was. He said it. I was right there. Did. I said, you'd have to wear purple. That's our primary color. And he yells back, purple's my best color. <laughs> Again, he said it. He almost legitimately seemed offended for a second. I know. That you didn't ask him. I can't believe you didn't ask me to be your maid of honor. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, I can't believe you didn't ask me to come to the wedding, which of course he couldn't because it's an NFL Sunday and he's got NFL today. So there was no way he could have anyway, but it's, I haven't invited any colleagues, not even Jay. There's, it's a, just a very small group of people from each side. It's not even 60 people. It's uh, all family and and friends, but regardless, he couldn't make it. And so (laughs) I can't believe you didn't ask me to be your maid of honor. He wanted more. Yeah. He so, wanted to be a real part of that wedding. He's he's a man who's clearly okay with himself. He's comfortable in his own skin. So yeah, would would have worn purple. He loves purple actually. If you see him on TV, he very often has purple ties or Would he, he be called accents. the maid of honor if he wore, wore to be? No, he'd be called the man of honor. Is that what it is? Well, I don't know, but that's what I would call <laughs> I him. I mean, I have heard of Weddings where the the bride has a male oh, sure. stand up next to her, yeah. whether it's her brother or a, a male best friend, mm-hmm. something just, like that. I, I don't. It's not called, called yeah. a maid of honor. No, I, I would think it'd be called best man or a man of honor. Man of honor, I think maybe. But maybe I just made that up, and it's not called a man of honor. Honorable man. An, <laughs> honorable mention. An honorable mention. <laughs> You're the runner up in the wedding. <laughs> But see, when it's a married person, which Boomer is, it would be called matron of honor, which I hate that word. My sister-in-law, she's 
standing next to me, but she's my bridesmaid. I, I don't have a maid of honor because I could not call my sister-in-law my matron of honor. I didn't realize that. Yeah, when you're married, it's uh, it's a new, it's it's an old-fashioned huh. kind of thing, and maybe it's new information here, but yeah, you're called the matron. It's just, it's such an, yeah, it's just such an icky term. Matron. It, it just makes a person feel old. Because you're married, you're a matron. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. And and they're not my maids in any case, but <laughs> but they are my bridesmaids. So I have three bridesmaids, and this is really cute. Can I tell you the story really quick, and then we'll get back to the other stuff? Uh, my younger niece is a little shy, and she doesn't she doesn't have any issues if she's in her comfort zone. But once she's asked to do something that she's not familiar with or has never done before, she'll get a little shy. So she said to me when I was at uh, their house last weekend for essentially what was our little bridesmaids weekend. They threw a tea party for me. Oh my gosh. It was delicious food, really good tea. They were so proud of themselves. It was a big secret. I wasn't allowed to come downstairs until they had the whole table <laughs> set up. Purple tablecloth, flowers. It was it was really sweet. Really nice. Anyway, really unique food. My <laughs> my younger niece says to me, can I walk down the aisle with and with Deanna? So Lauren is her name. Can I walk down the aisle with Deanna? No, honey, that's not how it works. <laughs> uh, I said, no, you're going to have to walk down by yourself. You're, you're smart. You're bold. You can do this. But she's, she's nervous because she thinks everybody in the church will be staring at her. Well, Which is true yeah, for all of five or seven seconds. You're just walking to the stage. Yeah, you're it's just walking. You. Right. It's, <laughs> it's <not laughs> could you imagine if I was like, no, it's not about you. Get that's over yourself. I didn't know. I did not say that. But my older niece, she's classic millennial. Do what makes you happy. Bold, brash, millennials run the world. She runs her boyfriend. Like she just, yeah, she runs everyone. She's super smart. She's a, she's a, and she's an engineer. She works in unmanned flight. I mean, uh, she, yeah, yeah, no, she's, she's on it. She's a classic older child type A, but her personality is such that she's fearless. She's not like in your face loud like I am, but she just, she doesn't care. No, she's smart. She kicks butt and takes names. Like, she she does not care. So I texted her this week, and I said, hey, sweetheart, can you do me a favor? I have an idea. I, I need you to do something for me. Sure, Auntie Amy. Do you mind walking down the aisle first so that your sister, your your younger sister, can see you up there, see you go first, know that no one's going to bite you or trip you or stare at you, and that way she'll be walking to you and she won't be the first one up there. She won't think she doesn't know what to do or, or right? So anyway. That's a good call. Yeah. So Deanna's response was, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> no All right. That's a good call from you, though. Then she can just look at her yeah. and not worry about that it. That means the younger one just has to walk up there by herself. Actually, I don't know if I told you this, but I've told them they can pick their own music to walk down the aisle. Wow. That's nice of you. My mother thinks that's a really bad idea. She said, what kind of music? I said, well, they love symphony music. They have a favorite composer. He does Japanese anime, so it's probably going to be something along those lines. Um, so, yeah, they're, they get to pick their own music. I said, we're not talking about pop music here. We're, this, is, we're not, this is not K-pop music. We're not, no K-pop. No, it has to be symphony music or orchestra music, but you can pick your own. What about JT? No JT. No. No one's upstaging the bride. And the, 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 no. 
the bride is is not going to walk down the aisle after JT has resonated <laughs> through the chapel. That's not happening. Anyway, so yeah, they're, we've got, we're mixing up the order. There's no maid of honor. There's no matron of honor. There's no boomer. There's only bridesmaids. No and, and now the older one is walking down before the younger one. So we're just whatever. Who cares? As long as everyone's happy. I told them they can pick whatever dress they want as long as it's the right color. I don't care. I'm not a bridezilla. I just want to get down the aisle, okay? <laughs> just go, shoo. <laughs> and Boomer just wants to be invited. Yes, Boomer wants to. Could you imagine? Speaking of upstaging the bride, <laughs> he's so big. He is big. I would, I would be like a little shadow next to him. <laughs> Where'd the bride go? Who gives the bride away? Could you imagine Boomer being like, I do? <laughs> no, <you're> wrong. <laughs> Oh, goodness. It's all right. I didn't even get to what I wanted to do. Okay, really quick. Back to Michigan. So G- Jim Harbaugh is going to ha- go ahead and serve the final two games. The reason I got on Boomer is because Boomer went to Maryland. So I was thinking about his his uh, alma mater. So uh, Harbaugh will not coach on Saturday at Maryland or against Ohio State, which oh, that's your punishment right there. If you were, in fact usurping the rules, you big fat cheater, then you deserve to miss Ohio State. But if not, ouch. That's that's punitive. Anyway, we thought it was interesting earlier in the week when Jim said, hey, I'm going to talk. You know, I can't wait to defend myself, blah, blah, and then does the about face. But his brother, John, had no problem defending Jim. I'm proud as heck of him. I'm really impressed with the way he's handled himself through all this. I mean, it's been a long run. And uh, about everything, you, everything can be done to, you know, his phones, his computers and all that stuff have been looked at. And he's come through this thing with flying colors. And uh, they really have, you know, I don't know if what, what they're trying to get, but they don't have anything of substance. And I just think I'm proud of him. I think it's a, a real compliment to our family and to him, something for us to be proud of because and his kids can see this. You know, you get kind of in this kind of a situation where you, you, become, you come under fire for whatever reasons. And you come out in really good place doing the right thing. Whatever all the time. reasons. And I'm really proud of that. And I think it's great for her family and kids. And it's just a great blessing in that sense. He's a great man. He's a great coach. His players love him. His coaches love him. And, uh, and he stands tall through all this. See, we all need a brother like that. Dang it. My brother would do the same exact thing. Come hell or high water, right or wrong, he would absolutely be on my side, which is cool. I have newfound respect for the Harbaugh brothers. It's funny, too, because they really actually sound alike, and their mannerisms are very similar. So, yeah, John defending his brother, where Jim really wouldn't say a whole lot, just that he wanted to defend himself. It sounds like the university convinced him that this was an easier route. But, ouch, you missed the game against Ohio State. Not to mention that's a critical game when it comes to college football playoff. All right, coming up. I do want to tell you why it's not okay to make up information on a radio or TV. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Broadcast. Uh, and in addition, what's under the shed? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. He's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. What is the After Hours Game of the Week? Or what's the other After Hours Game of the Week, if you want to bill it that way? We actually saw one response. Well, my second favorite game or the second best game is. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those weeks. But you can find it on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. We've got a YouTube channel named after the show as well. And that's kind of the extent of our social media. That's what we do around here with just the two of us. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We'll get to Defense Wins Championships. It's true. It's true. And actually, maybe truer than true in 2023 with all the quarterbacks who are either dealing with significant injuries or are already lost for the season because of injuries. So, yeah, run game and defense, uh, they become even more paramount. If you got them, if you got them, you better flaunt them. Speaking of flaunting, there was a huge uproar in response to uh, some comments that Carissa Thompson made on Thursday or in a recent podcast she did with Pardon My Take. And... I bring it up because it's not the first time she's told the story. For those of you who know Carissa, she is the anchor for the Amazon Prime coverage of the NFL on Thursday nights. Uh, she's been in the business a long time, and she used to be a sideline reporter. She also has a podcast with Aaron Andrews. So the two of them, I don't know how often they release it, but the two of them have a podcast together. And she's told a similar story on the podcast. For whatever reason, it didn't really make waves then, but her comments made waves on Thursday when she admitted that she had in the past fabricated sideline reports, meaning she did not have the information that she professed to have. And more specifically, she didn't get an interview with a coach who was coming out of the tunnel after halftime. So an NFL coach or college coach, whatever, one who was exiting the tunnel after halftime to get back on the sidelines and she either didn't have a chance to get him or he wouldn't say anything or the timing didn't work out, whatever it was. And so she admits that she just kind of made it up and she went with generalizations about the game and attributed those to a coach. Whether or not her analysis is accurate, I was actually mortified for her, not not because I think no one's ever lied in this business for heaven's sakes. People lie all the time. That's actually most of what you get on social media is just fat out fabrication. Um, But I was mortified for her for this reason. 
all of the coaches who've spoken to her in the past or coaches who didn't speak to her but then saw her sideline reports on TV after the fact. So a lot of times coaches will go back and they'll watch the TV tape. Um, Sometimes it's the quickest thing they can get their hands on and they want to watch a tape right after a broadcast is done or a game is over. And so they'll grab the TV tape. They'll say to their, their tape op, hey, just, you know, give me the TV copy. I have very often had coaches come to me and mention something they heard me say on a broadcast. So I was thinking about what Carissa said, that she made up reports, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. Think about the number of times that coaches went back and watched a broadcast and saw her, heard her attribute quotes to them that weren't actually quotes from them. Now, I don't know how many times she made up reports. She didn't indicate that. And I hope it wasn't every time. I hope that she actually was doing the job that she was paid to do. She's a successful broadcaster, so there's no reason to think that this was the norm for her. But by even admitting it one time or two times or whatever the case, I'm embarrassed for her because she's lost credibility with the coaches that she covers. Sure, she can make generalizations. And yes, every team needs to be better on third down. Every team needs to limit turnovers. Every team needs to watch their penalty flags. Every team needs to blah, 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 blah. There are some general principles about football that will make you a better team. Duh. That part's not rocket science. But to attribute those to a particular coach is the part that's embarrassing. Not the making up the analysis or not giving your general view of what's happening on the field. But you should bill it that way. You should say, Hey, I didn't have a chance to catch up with the coach. And I know that's your job, but sometimes it doesn't work out. Or you go to a different coach. You grab the OC. You grab the quarterback's coach. You grab the defensive coordinator, whatever it is. Grab a player. Grab someone. And if you can't and you've tried, then you tell your producer or you tell your, they're called stage managers, who are generally monitoring you, babysitting you while you're doing your job in TV. You tell your stage manager, I didn't have a chance to catch up with the coach. He ran right by me. He said no. Better yet, you go on camera and you say, the coach refused to talk. But here's what I see. Here's what I've heard on the sidelines. I didn't speak to the coach directly, but this is what I heard them chattering about as they walked by me. I mean, there's so many other things you can say where you're not putting your credibility on the line. The issue is not the analysis. Because there's a bazillion voices who are analyzing every game. And there's a lot of voices on every broadcast. The issue is that you went on TV and you attributed those things to a man who didn't say them. Which means that coach, when he sees you, say, hey, John Harbaugh told me this as he ran out of the huddle. And he knows damn well he didn't say that. Why would he ever trust you again? Or why would he ever bother with you again? Forget whether or not he trusts you. But isn't that what a lot of coaches, athletes, GMs think of media people? I wouldn't say it's the truth most of the time. But they often believe that we're just making stuff up. We're running with rumors. We're we're going with what sources tell us. And they're not accurate. And here you are feeding into that idea that media people can't be trusted because they're just making crap up.
I also almost said a different word. There, that's the problem is you lose credibility with the people you're supposed to be talking to. So the next time you cover John Harbaugh and you ask him for a quote or you ask him what's going on, why would he tell you? As a sideline reporter or any reporter, uh, not only have I done sidelines, but I've done color analysis where I sit with coaches the day before games, whether TV or radio, I would do pregame interviews with coaches. If they hear you repeat something back that you didn't say, they're not going to tell you anything. It's embarrassing is what it is. I'm embarrassed for her. Whether or not she's getting all this pub because she's Carissa Thompson and she's a high-profile anchor slash TV commentator, it's embarrassing to think that you were on TV attributing quotes to a coach and he's listening to you say it and he knows damn well he didn't say it. And that to me is mortifying. And I I can't imagine that the majority of sports fans out there think, oh, that's what everyone does. No, I mean, the majority of us do not do that because it's dishonest and it's it's unprofessional. And at the extreme, it's unethical and you lack integrity when you do it. Now, I don't know what the extreme was. I don't know whether or not she was fudging, but she did say this happened more than once and she did say she would take liberty with the coach's quotes. The part that is mortifying to me is that they, of course, know that what you said was not true. So then you're shooting yourself in the foot because why would they tell you anything after that? If you're just going to say whatever you want, there's no incentive for them to tell you the truth. Not just that, but very often these conversations that broadcasters have with coaches or athletes, there's a lot of stuff in there that's considered off the record. If you really want an athlete or a coach to open up to you, you need to be authentic. You need to be genuine. And you need to be trustworthy. They're not going to tell you crap if they think you're going to tell someone else or you're going to be a a source or you're going to use it on your broadcast. Again, this takes time to build up a rapport with a coach to gain the respect of an athlete so that they actually tell you stuff that helps you in your broadcast even though you can't repeat it verbatim or you can't repeat it on the air. It still helps you as you are commenting or as you're calling a game. And to lose that trust, to lose that relationship or those relationships, once you get a reputation as someone who can't be trusted in this business, you're SOL. Now, it may not matter to her anymore because she's not a sideline reporter, but it makes the job harder for other people. And and mostly, I just I think it's embarrassing that she'll admit to that. And the coaches that she was quoting, they knew she was lying. To me, that's the most embarrassing thing. When I go on the show, I know there are coaches and athletes who catch it because of our time slots. I know there are other broadcasters who hear it. I never want to misrepresent them because then why would they trust me? And why would they listen? So that's the part that's embarrassing for her is that she tells the story as though it's funny and it's her loss of credibility. And it's athletes and coaches not trusting her because they know there's a chance she's not going to tell the truth. It just limits her ability to do her job. But also it feeds into the idea that media just make up what they want. And that's not true. Of the vast majority of us, that is not true. We work hard to get the truth. 
We work hard to be accurate. We work hard to have relationships with athletes and coaches where they can open up to us to know that they can trust us. It's not an easy thing to do. You can understand why athletes and coaches close ranks a lot of times, and this does not help. Again, she's very successful. She's a lot richer than I am. She's a lot more popular than I am. She's got a great gig, but this was it's cringeworthy. I'm I'm cringe cringeworthy and cringy for her. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. I got other stuff to do, so I got to move on. You know, sometimes I get passionate about things and I I run past my my stop sign or my blinking yellow light. Uh, so we'll get to defense. We'll, we'll get to week 11 through the eyes of the defense. That's coming up next. Uh, and then I promise the shed at some point. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listening to the After Hours Podcast. Defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. I want to get so bad. I dreamed this, man. I don't know who the tackle is I'm going against, but I'm, I'm going to kill him. No. No. I check all the boxes. Late rush. He throws it down the field. Intercepted at the 30. 25 20. Fitzpatrick goes into the end zone. Defense, defense, defense. That's dangerous. More and more with the loss of starting quarterbacks or with quarterbacks who are on the shelf at least temporarily. Starting quarterbacks that are also rookies. Yeah, defense is paramount. Defense and the run game. Run the ball, stop the run. That's what's required of you to win in the NFL. And 
Maybe never more so than right now. Denzel Ward of that Cleveland Browns defense have got extra pressure on them. So what is the mindset against Pittsburgh after losing Deshaun Watson? It's tough. I mean, Deshaun, he was a, a key piece, obviously, uh, to our team. But um, like I said, we just got to refocus on the assignment at hand, and that's a final way to go 1-0 each week. Still, though, if the defense can limit the Steelers, which a lot of times they don't score until the fourth quarter, <laughs> you can do that while you give your run game Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt, the offensive line, and then DTR a chance to win. Got to keep it close, though. And that's the same thing for San Francisco, a vaunted defense that prides itself on keeping games close and also creating takeaways. Last week, only allowing three points against the red-hot Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Fred Warner right in the middle of everything. So was that the best you can play? Felt like it, looked like it. Um, I was confident heading into the game with, um, you know, just kind of the, the self-reflection through, through the bye week of what, where we needed to be. In terms of play style, um, I think Coach Wilkes called a perfect game. You know, I feel like he, we made his, we made Trevor Lawrence life hard all game long, and we can feel <laughs> that. And, and when we're playing hard, then that's what it looks like. And Trevor Lawrence definitely admitted that that was not a game that they were proud about or happy about. So. When you're talking about that game now, you're going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they also had a really strong game last week. Uh, they ended up limiting their opponent to just six points, right? That was the Tennessee Titans, though. A little bit different here against San Francisco. And it's more than just Christian McCaffrey, according to Antoine Winfield. He's tough, um, and it's not only him. He has weapons all around him. And so um, trying to, you know, put a hat on the hat with those guys, it's, it's a tough matchup everywhere. What makes him so good, though? Uh, Christian? Yeah. Um, his versatility, mm -hmm. um, him being able to, you know, obviously run the ball, but also being used as a wide receiver and pretty much everywhere in their system. Nobody but me thinks this should have been a game of the week candidate. <laughs> the Bucks at the Niners. Remember, the Niners just stopped their three-game losing skid. The Bucks had a four-game losing skid, so both these teams want to continue their momentum. So that's definitely one to watch. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Defense does, in fact, win championships. Just ask Aaron Donald, recent Super Bowl winner with the Rams. And, oh, yeah, that defense was the, the side of the ball that left a mark, right? Well, back in the division, you've got the Rams going up against the Seahawks. And for Aaron Donald, he thinks that now is where the season really starts to take off. Everybody's fresh. Um, eight games left. A lot of football left. Um, we control how the rest of the season go. You know, obviously we got to go out there and trying to play consistent football this week. Um, trying to find a way to um, beat a good football team, a team that we know that we play twice a year. So um, we just got to go out there and do our job and, um, one week at a time. So main focus is trying to find a way to be saddled this week and, and worry about the, you know, the week, the next week when it's here. The Rams are in the same place the Niners were. They've dropped three in a row, but I like that Aaron Donald is not giving up on the season. Miami not known for its defense because the offense puts up so many points, but this week, can the Dolphins limit the Raiders who are suddenly surging? Here's Christian Wilkins. I think I'm most kind of proud of or that we were trying to focus on and encouraging as the defense is just getting better each day. Uh, don't look at the big picture things like, oh, this or that. No, like just focus on the steady improvement each and every day, being your best every day, bringing it out there. I will look up at the end of the year. Um, you know, even to this point, we've made, I feel like we've made improvements each week. Um, each day we've had that mindset, so we'll continue that mindset. And um, like I'm saying, at the end of the season, we'll look up and, and see, see where we're at. 
The Miami defense can be sneaky good. Uh, certainly, giving the ball back to the offense is never a bad play. So Miami, same division as Buffalo, right? Well, the Bills, they're sitting at 5-5. Five and five. They're looking up at the Dolphins. But Vaughn Miller, he is eternally optimistic. I'm just the type of guy... Um, if the ship is going down, I'm, I'm still at the I'm still at the, the front saying we we can get this thing together. Like it, everybody could be a abandoned ship. Like what is it, a Titanic where the captain was still, you know, in the, uh, at the what does they call it the the, the uh, roll? What's the thing called where you spin the thing and it's got like the little knobs on it? And he was still standing there, the wheel. He was still steering the ship and everybody had abandoned ship and he was just still standing there like the ship wasn't going down. That's that's me. The point is taken. The point is well made, even though he got stuck on the wheel. <laughs> you know, in the, uh, at the, what does they call it? The, the, the uh, roll, what's the thing called? That's classic Von Miller. He's so funny. Uh, so, yes, the defense for the Buffalo Bills definitely can leave a mark. Like, we're talking about some of these other defenses, right? In the AFC, maybe that's what separates these teams. If you still have your starting quarterback and you have a strong defense, so the Bills are 5-5, five and five, same record as the Colts, and now same record as the Bengals. Uh, but Josh Allen, he can get hot as, as quickly as he's not. And the Bills' defense, without two of their starters, still packs a punch. Week 11, you guys. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 